Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of the Pretty Little Prisons Podcast with your host, Wendy Watts. Today's topic, doubt. There's a lot of terrible places in the world, but one of the worst places you can be, or inhabit, or stay trapped in, stay in prison by, is the state of doubt. Doubt is the most crippling mental process we can subscribe to as human beings. And what brings us to the state of doubt? Well, usually somewhere at the intersection of a terrible thing happening and then a belief that one somehow deserved it or did something to cause it will land you right there in the state of doubt. So, what can we do to get out of it? Well, there are the usual temporary escapes, right? You can distract yourself from doubt, just like you can distract yourself from a state of boredom. You can take a temporary vacation. Maybe that's reading a book or binge-watching a show, right? But what happens as soon as that activity, that distraction is ended? That momentary pleasure or escape whatever it may be. You're right back in the state of doubt. It's a living nightmare over and over and over, right? The very definition of hell. So, in what do you do if you don't believe in yourself? What do you do if you have no confidence? Here's another route for remaining in the state of doubt. Maybe you feel you don't have capacity to build confidence in yourself because you feel or you perceive when you look at that person in the mirror, you have too many things against you. Whether it's something about your physical aspect or your mental aspect or maybe just your experience lying to you and telling you that just because you never succeeded before means you can't succeed again. You know, these negative tapes don't play in our head as some kind of mental um, attack by the devil. No, we can be our own devil, let's be honest. Because in remembering the past and then projecting that into the present and future saying, well, I I never did that before, so I can't achieve it in the future. Well, having a little bit of hope and belief in yourself can help. There's a saying in the Bible that goes, if you have but faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains or something to that effect. So if that's true, then what little act can you do today to prove to yourself that you believe in yourself? To start building that love for yourself, that confidence in yourself, or rebuilding it if, it, if it's been wiped, just blown away like a hurricane from the last traumatic event in your life, or devastated by a divorce or death, whatever it may be that has leveled your confidence to zero or below ground, what can you do today to build it back one mustard seed at a time so that you too can move the mountains in your life. Because what do we have to gain by staying in the state of doubt? 
tell you what, nobody gets out of there by remaining in a state of doubt. You can't remain in a state of doubt and get out of it. So you don't want to remain trapped there. The only way, the only way is to level up beyond doubt. So it's kind of like raising yourself above the the map, the terrain, into the atmosphere, right? Where the eagles fly, where the birds fly. It's about leveling up. Because doubt itself is literally four walls, some bars, and a, and a locked door. No windows. So how do you raise your, your consciousness to be above that trapped state? So just visualize it that way. Think about all the things you've done right. Think about the things that have worked out. Think about maybe that one person in your life who believed in you, who took a chance on you, who didn't have, who always had faith in you and never had doubt in you, even when you doubted yourself. These are just some examples of how you can shift your perspective and put yourself back into a state of elevation instead of excavation, right? You want to be working upward, not downward. Sometimes we need to take that deep dive to figure out what's really troubling us before we can elevate. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all go through periods of doubt. It's not staying trapped in a state of doubt. Oh, it's never going to happen to me. Oh, it's always, this is how it always is. Maybe I just did something wrong. Maybe I don't deserve it. So all of those kind of things are only going to propel you deeper into the dungeon. So by believing, you know what? I am a good person. You could start with that. Well, what does that require? That requires forgiving yourself for anything in the past that you might be holding against yourself. That's right. Forgiveness is to set yourself free. Not just, you know, from carrying the weight of either an experience that happened to you or something another person did to you. That maybe you even take partial responsibility for and say, well, I allowed them to do that. I should have known better. I should have seen who they were before they showed me their true side. I should have been smarter. I should have listened to so-and-so when they said that's a bad person. Don't hang out with them. So stop blaming yourself for one. It's one thing to take responsibility. Blame is another thing. Because blame is like a wet blanket. It's like a lead blanket, you know. So how are you going to move carrying a lead blanket? Not very fast. So let go of blame and shame. Forgive yourself. Hey, you made an honest mistake. The person presented themselves one way and turned out to be another way. That's on them. That's not on you. So stop blaming yourself. Drop that lead blanket. Move on. Set yourself free. I think a lot of what we go through in life requires us finding our own keys to unlock the next level of our life. You have to learn that sometimes the key to set yourself free in your own life or in your own hands, the key is inside of you. And we keep looking around ourselves. We keep looking for, you know, someone else or something else. 
again, as I stated in a previous podcast, when you lead with desire, you'll always be chasing happiness. So who owns that equation? Happiness is controlling you or the need or desire for it, right? So, however, when you lead with yourself, like this is what I need. I need to be at peace. I need to be, to have a comfortable living or a comfortable lifestyle. I deserve to have things in my life, right, that I find enjoyable. So if we remove the H word, the happy word from the equation, okay, because like love, it's often overused and undervalued. There are many levels of it. I'm not saying they're not good words. Of course they are. But I'm talking about sometimes making even a shift in your vocabulary can make a huge difference because when you bring the level of words down to something that you believe is is attainable when you're in a state of doubt, now at least you're building steps to elevate yourself out of the state of despair or doubt. Okay? Because if happiness is so high that because you're in the state of self-doubt you can't believe that you'll ever achieve it, then that means you need to create incremental steps to get to that ultimate goal. Okay, so for example, if my dream or dream of 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 retiring to a um, a cabin in the mountains with a lake is so far away from me that I can't believe it's possible, then the best thing I can do is script the incremental steps and say, "All right, you know what." Maybe not this year, maybe not next year. We don't know when it's going to happen, but what are some incremental steps today that I can take to make the dream a reality? And can I find happiness even if I never achieve this ultimate goal that I've set in front of me? Can I be happy with the day that God already gave me right where I am? sitting in my apartment when some people are homeless, having a vehicle to drive when some people don't even have vehicles to drive, sitting in a, in a country that is not at war when there are countries that are currently at war, like Ukraine. So you can find happiness by shifting your perspective. You can say, well, I'm fortunate because ABCD. And, and you can start with one attribute you do like about yourself. I'm sure you can find at least one, at least one. I have nice eyes. I have a kind heart. I like my feet. Whatever it is, find something that when you look at it, you don't shrink from it. You don't say, oh, I I hate that. I wish it was different. Focus on the things that you find positive about yourself. <clears throat> and those are great ways of of building your armor against self-doubt. Because when you focus on the things you do like, then that bright shining light starts to glow through you and it starts to melt and fade away all those things that you doubt about yourself. Well, that's true. I may be this, but I'm also that, 
right? So every time you feel that little negative tape running in your head saying, you know, but you're this, but you're that, or this happened to you, remember? So don't try that again. Whenever you hear those kind of limiting thoughts or limiting things and say, yes, but I also did this and I also am that and I also achieved this and I also achieved that. So damn it, I'm going to try. Because regardless of the fact that some say, don't try, do, right? That's the uh, Yoda philosophy in Star Wars. Don't try, do. The reality is trying is doing. So don't let somebody shoot you in the foot by telling you, oh, oh, oh. What, like as if trying is weak? No. Trying is an attempt. An attempt is doing something. It is different from a state of nothing and being in nothingness and doing nothing to change your situation. The fact that you at least tried to step out of your circle of self-doubt today is a win. So pat yourself on the back and keep moving forward out of the next circle. And I keep making the circle the circle bigger, okay? Little steps and congratulate yourself each way. And pretty soon, all you're going to feel is the sunshine and not the pain. Good luck. Let's break free of the state of doubt. Today's musical intro was provided by Toontank.com and the artist is Omka, O-M-K-A.